World War II may have ended 73 years ago, but for a shrinking group of Echuca Moama men, their memories remain crystal clear. Andrew Mole has interviewed five men. Here are the voices of our veterans. Joining the Royal Australian Navy towards the end of hostilities, John Collins will discover the official end to fighting did not necessarily mean an end to the dying. He would serve with occupation forces and would not confront the dying and killing up way too close and personal. His war was one of transition of managing huge numbers of surrendering enemies and still trying to keep alive. John, you got into the war quite late and yes. even then you needed to get mum to sign a letter to let you join? She did, yes. Oh, my brothers were all in services. They all joined. I had four, bro three brothers and a brother-in-law and they all joined the various, various services. The yeah. Army, as far as my brothers were concerned, and the Air Force, as far as my brother-in-law was concerned. And, and, and so because they were in the Army and the Air Force, where did you go? Well, I thought the, the Navy was their little thing. And besides, I used to do a lot of sailing myself down here in Melbourne. Right. And uh, so I, I thought, well, I'd be better off in the, in the Navy. Did you like the, the uniform in the Navy? Did you thought that looked good? No, no. No, I, I, I was never... One of wrapped in one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> and you did some of your basic training at Cerberus before you went? The basic training, <coughs> yes. But it wasn't a great degree of training there. Uh, we, we finished up uh, on La Trobe uh, and there's no, no great drama as far as I was concerned. But it was, uh, I went to La Trobe on to. to um, uh, Gladstone, and then I, on the Canimla, and I spent two years, three, two and a half years actually, in Canim on Canimla, and commenced up. We were up straight up into uh, New Guinea, uh, where we again we were virtually active force. Right. <laughs> we were there, and we, we would take take part in anything that happened. Yeah, oh, well, we, never, we, we never got excited over it, let's put it that way, right. as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we had the, the armament there in, in New Guinea, but uh, we, were, we spent most of the time chasing pirates. Right, okay. Who were, what, scavenging off all the traffic going around? Mm. Okay, so you wouldn't have been in the Navy long before the war actually finished. And, no. But unlike the rest of the family, you decided to stay in the service. Well, I, I, I may as well. Besides, it was something I enjoyed doing. I enjoyed the Navy and uh, made a lot of friends. So what else could you do? Saw the world? Yeah. Well, we saw the world, all right. Yeah. And when did you actually retire from the Navy? In 68. Which took you from World War II, you would have passed the Korean War. Yeah. In 68... Would have been around Vietnam as well? That's right. And you were involved a couple of times in shelling? Well, we've, we shelled, <coughs> necessarily. We, there was a, a lot of people there that shouldn't have been around there. Uh, our action was to clear them all out as much as we could. And that was, it was an action. Uh, for instance, we, we, we went into Rabaul, uh, where the Japanese were in force. Yep. And, we're still holding out in, in Rabaul in the, the, the um, 
uh, tunnels sort of thing they, they'd built in, into the the, uh, the uh, three sisters, I think they called them. Right, into the hills there. Yeah. <coughs> and that was on the Canimbla? I was still on the Canimbla, yes. Very mm-hmm. faithful there. And you had <laughs> reasonably good guns at that time? At that time we put in... Uh, they were not good guns at all. Uh, <laughs> they were six inch? No, no, no. They were six inch, yes. but we we downgraded them. Right. And uh, we we actually were down to about a, a ten. Right. You can't do much damage with that. Ten ton, no. No. <laughs> no. A, but we used to, we did a, a bit of damage because we could get in nice and close and blast hell out of them. Right. And uh, that was another thing. And you went up to Korea during the war, to the waters off Korea? Yes. Yeah. Then again, we were mainly cruising around. We'd be ordered to bombard a certain area and we would bombard the area. Right. And that was us. And then you'd sail on? And then we'd, yeah. We sail on, no good. Right. How many crew were on your boat? Uh, well, it depends. On the Canimbla was the, mar- the yep. largest one of them, and that was uh, 200. 200. Yeah. Right. And you went to Europe with the Canimbla? We went to Europe. Uh, we went to the Victory March over in Europe. <laughs> okay, in London? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Did you take part in that? Yes. And then I was... Uh, uh, the Olympics were on then at that stage also, the Olympic in London, Games. In 48, yep. yeah. And uh, I was a guard on there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hope the guards were better there than they might have been in New Guinea. Oh. Yeah, well, we picked one bloke up. He was, he collapsed. Right. And you also went to Germany while the war trials were on? Yes. But it, again, we, we were out of our the games, of the uh, trial, we, we had to uh, uh, journey down to uh, an area uh, two k's, three k's away from the trials. Right. But the uh, idea was, you know, stay, don't touch them, don't go and be involved with them. If you right. Can. And that was a normal thing as far as we were concerned. Uh, the no, there was no, nothing of any great moment in, in Europe before we, we uh, started back down towards Australia and then, then we started to get a bit hysterical uh, because they were required for stand up and name ourselves, uh, mainly against the Australian police force. Right. Uh, that happened when we came back to Australia we, our captain, Captain Stasius, he was a very dominant young man and he stuck up for his men, for his crew. Right. And that was us. Okay. Um, and the, the Kanim, you were on the Canimbla during the early years of Vietnam as well? Were you still on the Canimbla then, in the uh, 60s? No, 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 we weren't. We, we, we'd got off the Canimbla by then because right. we were... Yeah, I, was, I was on a tug then. Oh, okay. So that's when you were doing your tug work of, yeah. of rounding up all the, the ships and... Oh, back. just general tug work. Yep. 
Where were you based then? Uh, nowhere. Nowhere? <laughs> just on the move all the time? Yeah. Right. And did you go to Japan as well? Yes. During the occupation period? We became the occupation period. Yeah. Oh, you were an occupation guard? Yeah. Okay. How long were you there for? Again, we were up and down between Australia and Japan, and we'd take troops up and bring general back. Right. We carried them, everybody. And how long did you actually spend time in Japan other than just going up and down? Oh, yes. I spent time in, well, in Japan. I was only in telling them what to do. Right. More than anything else, because they were very obliging people by that time. Right. They, they were just glad the war was over? Yeah, oh, they were. They were They were working hard people too, and they still are. Right. And, uh, well, we've got to admire them in the end. Okay. A lot of, a lot of them we didn't. but Some we did. Most we did. Yeah. And your medals from Japan? That's one from Japan when, for the X, where we went to... Well, that, that one was from New Guinea. Yeah. That was while they were still playing footsie up there. Uh, we had to take the, them out. Right. That was in New Guinea. And then from there we moved down to Japan and took the occupation over. Right. Uh, we were there for about two years. Okay. And then you retired in 68? 68, yeah. And then you came back here? Uh, well, Eventually. not exactly. Right. No. Where did you go after that? Well... <laughs> We, we, uh, we did a lot of moving around uh, in, the, in, the, in the Navy in itself, uh, right up until the time I retired, and that was 68, mm. yeah, late 68. Um, we had a, one, one little fracas which rather annoyed us, I'd say. We got in quite uh, back in. I'm going back a bit here yes. to back to us to Italy, yep. uh, where there was a bit of a Barney going on there, and uh, they were doing some. Uh, uh, it was a, a communist movement over there, and uh, they they were trying to sort of just annoy us, and, and at the same time do do some damage. Uh, so we did a bit of damage to them too. Uh, the thing was, their work, uh, damage didn't get any talk about it. Any. We got back to Australia to find we were charged with damaging a lot of their property. Uh, well, their people. Ah. But they were shooting at you first? Yeah. They shot first and they, we shot last. And you had more guns? We had a lot more guns because we had the whole the army, right? The, the uh, armory, right? Uh, but we got here and we came down via New Zealand, uh, New Guinea, New Guinea, and then back to uh, back to Australia. Uh, we got into the <laughs> we got we, we got into the into uh, the uh, into Fremantle yep. to find ourselves banned. Because we're on they charges. Were, they were going to do any, everything to us where we, we, we not to go ashore. And uh, we were 
stay there and do all this. And uh, as I said before, the, the captain was a very courageous young man. And he went into bat. He went into bat big. Right. So the charges got dropped. And uh, well, they would have got dropped because we 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 had a. Uh, a couple of thousand men, not all told, because by this time we had, we'd picked up a, a group of uh, volunteers uh, from the volunteers from the British Navy right. who were joining the Australians, and of course Johnny just stretches in his hair. He says, "You're in the Navy, my Navy. You'll do what I say. Now move those policemen from my ship." And we all stood back at cars because there was about a hundred police there. Right. And they left. And they left. They left in a hurry. <laughs> and that was the end of it. Well, it was the end of the thing. It, it, it mingled on. We still, they still had an inquiry going on, right. even when we got back to Melbourne. And there was still an inquiry going on, but nobody was taking any notice of it. Right. We didn't. So the captain said it's all right and mm. you didn't yeah. have to worry. Yeah. What a lot of people don't realise was, particularly after the war, there was so much stuff literally dumped across half the world, and yeah. one of your jobs was to actually go and collect it all up. Oh, yeah, and we, we collected quite a bit of uh, useful material, uh, as well as the one we blew up. Right. And, uh, it was uh, the most interesting part, I think, was the fact that everywhere we went, we got shot at or something stupid, you know. Is that right? <laughs> oh, yes, they used to try us. And that was pirates? Yeah. They were. They called themselves pirates yep. by that time. They, they were reserves of Japanese. But, uh, okay. Yeah. But they weren't much good. Right. They didn't manage to shoot you. Yeah, but, uh, well, we, we captured a few too. I he was a Japanese general and we captured him. Right. And we put him into a little uh, lock-up in uh, New Guinea. Uh, we finished up with quite a few of them, as a matter of fact, but we weren't, we were there as, as super guards. Right. We, we weren't allowed to do, to do any questioning or anything of that nature. It was all done to the Japan, against the Japanese. And a lot of them passed on by, by, by the, the New Guinea troops. Yep. They, they used to take them out and play games with them, and, which we objected to, and, but uh, because of the fact that it was just sheer cruelty and bastardry. Right. Uh, and, you know, they'd take one guy out or maybe four guys out in the daytime and They'd just say, right, oh, you go over there, you go there, you go there. And then they'd put a noose around their neck. And then they'd play a game of which one of you is going to walk away and which one's all going to stay here. And they'd hang them. Or they had one. Right. Well, they're trying to get information out of them? Or? No. Just, just amuse themselves. It was a terrible disgrace. Like right. That. And I wasn't very impressed with it, and I don't think many others of the Australians are impressed with it. And who were the people actually doing this? Were they the, Australian? Uh, New Guinea. Oh, the locals? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they, they were the guards. Ah. They were, they were made the guards. And, and they hadn't appreciated the occupation? No, well, they just, just thought it was fun. Well, and that's, that's the way we looked at it anyway. They thought it was fun, and we... we tried to get out of it, tried to walk away from it, but uh, 
Yeah, you couldn't walk away. We were the super guards at the Pearl Glass. <laughs> so maybe you should have been guarding the guards. Yeah, should have been shutting them up. And how long were you in that role? Uh, two years. So when sitting here today and looking back, what would be your strongest memory of your service, either in the latter part of the war or, or right up to 68? What would be something you'd... Oh, I think possibly the... the yeah, it possibly would be the, the, the uh, time when we, A, went up to Japan to take over Japan. Right. And uh, that, that would be the most serious situation. Uh, New Guinea was not so bad. It was uh, a little bit of footsie there, yep. of pirates and so forth, or so-called pirates. Uh, but nobody ever believed anything, all these, these things. This is the whole, we, we didn't ever worry about being anybody. I, I, I know I got shot at. I got shot at by, by, with the collar of my uniform. Right. And uh, I was so-and-so, and he was up, on, up a tree. <laughs> he was up a tree and he was shooting down. Right. So I shot him. Oh. <laughs> and that he, was natural. And he fell out of the tree. He fell out of the tree, yeah, he didn't get up either. Right, okay. But, uh, they, these, these, these things, they happened. Yep. It didn't take, say there was any great moment in it. Sure, you killed somebody. It was a shocking thing, the first one, the first time you did it. But other than that, after that, so what? He was shooting at me. Right. I shot first. Yep. Or I shot straighter. Um, well, it was a war. Yeah. So, yeah, well, and that was all there was to it. Nobody, there was no objective or anything of that nature. Right. There was a chap there, Bill Bowles, and uh, he was one of my mates. I'd made up in, in, <laughs> on, the, on the trip back from Europe, and uh, they shot him. And he died? He died. Yeah. And I made sure he died too, by the other end. I got the other bloke. Right. But I was not callous or anything of that nature. I just, oh, it was a, a moment, a quick moment. Yep. I'd seen him shoot him and I'd seen my mate drop dead. And so I just went bang. They, these things, you just, nature, it's a nature, I think. Right. In my book anyway. No, possibly in most if you're actually yeah. in the middle of the firefight. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, we had lots of things where we, we had... Italy was a, one of the worst spots as far as the Australians were concerned. They all wanted to kill Australians, I'm sure of that. Of course, they tried to, mm. but we, we, we rearmed ourselves with... Lovely stuff from the armoury, much better than ours right. on the ship. And so we rearmed it and we did a lot of shooting. And was this, this was during the occupation of Italy? Hmm. So you had groups like the communists and that fighting for control That's of the right. country? Yeah. What did they have against Australians in particular? Hmm? Why did they... There was the first ones we went, they went for. Oh, okay. Do you know Australians. why? We were a good, good sight as well. I suppose we were better shots than they were. Uh, and uh, that's what we said anyway. Right. And you're still here today? 
Yeah. So you must have done that okay. So do you think about your war years much these days? Uh, Well, I spent a lot of time in in Japan and uh, Italy um, and and, um, China. I've spent, uh, I I own a travel agency. Oh. And so I still had contacts. So when you finished travelling the world with the Navy, you started travelling the world yourself? That's right. That's a bit like Coles to Newcastle, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it was interesting. I've, n- I've never lost interest in it. I've, I've always made friends in uh, Europe mm-hmm. and in, 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 in Asia? China. I have got some very strong friends in China. Right. All from the war, a lot of them, because they knew me. They believed in me.